Thank you for tuning in to the Practical Preservation Podcast. Please take a moment to visit our website, practicalpreservationservices.com, for additional information and tips to help you restore your historical home. If you've not done so, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, and also like us on Facebook. Welcome to the Practical Preservation Podcast, hosted by Danielle and Jonathan Kepperling. Kepperling Preservation Services is a family-owned business based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, dedicated to the preservation of our built architectural history for today's use as well as future generations. Our weekly podcast provides you with expert advice specific to the unique needs of renovating a historic home, educating by sharing our from-the-trenches preservation knowledge and our guests' expertise, balancing modern needs while maintaining the historical significance, character, and beauty of your period home. Today on the Practical Preservation Podcast, we have Adam Zern uh, from Uncharted History with us. Thank you for, for joining us today, or Uncharted Lancaster, sorry. No problem. Hey, Danielle, thanks for having me here today. I appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about your background. Sure. Um, my The job that actually pays the bills is uh, is I'm a teacher uh, here in Lancaster County uh, at Lampeter Strasburg High School, and this is going to be year 19 for me. So uh, a lot of people always assume that I'm a, uh, a history teacher, but I'm actually a, a technology education teacher where, where where's a lot of the, the technology and stuff of Uncharted Lancaster kind of comes in with the 3D printing and the website design and, and all of those pieces there. Okay, I could see how people would make the assumption that you were a history teacher, but you know, you, you can find ways to, to direct your passions. <laughs> so so why did you why did you choose this history as your topic with, with the the different um, adventures that you have? Uh, well, just like just kind of the general, even though I'm not a history teacher, I've always had a lot of interest in in history. You know, my parents were both teachers and, you know, we would spend like almost every summer road tripping around the United States. And I used to joke about visiting all these dead guys' houses that were, <laughs> you know, famous for one reason or another. Things that are hard to appreciate, you know, when you're 10 or, or 12 or 13 years old. Right. Uh, but, you know, as I get older and I, I read things or I watch things, I'm like, oh, I've been to that guy's house, you know, and, I, you know, and, and so it just, I think it was just sort of ingrained in me from, uh, from an early age by, uh, by my mother. Um, but, you know, and I've just grown up, I, I sort of tell like my origin story here, like, uh, and, uh, unfortunately, there's no superpowers involved. <laughs> but, you know, I just grew up with movies like, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Goonies and, and you know, things like that. And, you know, just those, you know, these characters that get to go on these grand adventures and, you know, finding the treasure and deciphering clues. And, and uh, you know, as I got older kind of on the other side of you know from being a child to being an adult and thought like it would be neat to be able to do something like that or at least you know maybe set something up where people could go on some kind of adventure you know you don't get to fight any nazis but uh you know you maybe you'll you know find some treasure uh along along the way so uh i really probably have to give credit to 
my dogs. Uh, I, we have two now. We, we had one at the time, and you know, you've got to walk a dog. A tired dog is a, uh, is a good dog. <laughs> yeah. And so we would just walk all over the place. And I often like to go places where I wouldn't necessarily have to use a, a leash and just went past kind of these neat objects and neat things. And I remember just sort of asking about it and at school and at work and like, hey, do you know, you know anything about this? And people kind of tell me just enough that I could start to look it up on, on my own. And uh, for a while, someone had talked about, oh, well, there's, I, I walk in Shanks Ferry a lot or near it. And they're like, oh, have you seen the abandoned cemetery down there? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> they're like, where is, they're like, well, it's near the tracks, across the stream and up a hill. And I don't I spent several months looking for it and I finally tracked it down and, and there's a big story involved with that. And, um, but I, I just thought that was a neat experience and I thought other people might enjoy having an experience like that where you're kind of looking for this lost thing and right. maybe you're finding some treasure along the way. And, and from there, it started to you know, kind of formulate into you know, these, these adventures you can go on with your family. I, I think that that's great. And I, I thought of two things while you were talking. First of all, I had noticed that you have on your website, like the, the Goonies kit. And I was like, oh, I need to put that on my list for my husband, Jonathan, because he, my, my dad's family's from Oregon. They have a house on the Oregon coast. So every time we're there, he's like, we have to go to Astoria and see yeah. the house. Goonie so, house. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that makes him happy. So I, I will have to order that for him. But, um, I, this is the second, um, podcast that I've recorded the first one isn't live yet um, in the past week where it's combining nature and history and I think that that's an interesting um, and I think it's important and I think that the two the two movements for lack of a better word work well together but they don't there's not necessarily always an overlap and I think I think that that's really important to get people out in in and especially now where everybody's you know trying to to stay inside and stay away from other people, get people outside, but then also be able to, to learn about different historical things right in our backyard. And that's, and sort of Uncharted Lancaster kind of has like two, two sides that I, I talk about. One is there's just sort of this, this history side. And, mm -hmm. and I, I often try and talk about maybe less common pieces of Lancaster history, like, oh, you know, I didn't know that, or what is that? And, um, but then sort of the other side is the, hey, you know, as an incentive to maybe go and visit this place, like, here's this adventure that's going to, you know, take you out there uh, and, and do that. I never, I didn't know my core audience would be families with, I would say, tweens and younger um, mm -hmm. age group. I, I, you know, I just, I didn't know, because some of these hikes are four or, you know, more miles right. long, yeah. and I get emails all the time and I get probably one, at least one a week that says wow my kid complains about walking to the mailbox to pick <laughs> up the mail, and we just walked four and a half miles and then up and down hills and through streams and no one complained once and it was because we were looking for treasure like, <laughs> even though it's a you know a plastic trinket of some yeah. kind they're like wow this thank you so much that was amazing we can't do wait to do more and once usually someone does one they do all of them you know right. like within like a very short amount of time typically <laughs> yeah that's that's um that's funny that made that made me think too uh, maybe maybe it was last year it was an earlier podcast um cleo is a is a app but they do and they do it's like they they do tours and different things they, they mostly partner with historical societies uh -huh. yeah so, i think so, i've seen yeah, the app yeah and they but they have an augmented reality where you oh, can cool. you can hold up 
like your phone to like what and see what the building used to look like or see what the building that used to be there was. And when you said, you know, people do it in a short amount of time, made me think of like all the people that were out looking for Pokemon when Pokemon Go was so popular, <laughs> made me think of that. But I, yeah, similar, similar idea where people just get really into it. So. Yeah, that's the neat, like things like Pokemon or with the VR is just like this, it's such a twist instead of just sitting at home and playing a video game, you know, you're out right. and about. Um, and again, this is, you know, you're using a screen typically to like, you know, decipher the clues and here's the map and all that. But again, you're, you know, you're out and about and, you know, getting people up and walking. And, and, I and a lot of people have appreciated that just this, you know, and I felt like I was the only thing open, you know, during March and April. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> during uh, the height of the pandemic, I was, you know, like, well, you can go out in the woods by yourself, I guess, and look for treasure. So, I mean, I had, I think I had 48,000 thousand web views oh my goodness that's great 15 20 thousand more than i typically see yeah. so I, I was like i guess i am the only thing open for for business <laughs> out there yes so tell tell me a little bit about uncharted lancaster sure um so you know i i kind of came up with the idea I, it's probably pushing like two years uh now and just you know thought it would be neat and kind of created one adventure and and people liked it so much you know i made a second and people liked that so much and i get a lot of questions when's the next one going to be and i'm like <laughs> i don't know it's, it's a lot of work it's coming uh it's coming and so i i, I lose track i i might have a dozen now on the website that are that are up and, and running um like we've got i've got two more with a partnership with lancaster conservancy uh that are for water week here like i think that's august 7th through the 15th okay. uh, so we're pretty excited about that and I think one of them we're going to try and keep running more or less indefinitely or for at least longer than just the uh the week there the one at climbers run so we're pretty excited about that and, and again kind of talked about uh you know getting getting off the couch and, and doing things yeah. and that's kind of how the Lancaster Conservancy and I got partnered up we you know, we had a meeting oh months and months ago to talk talk about some things but they kind of liked what I was doing and, and maybe bringing in possibly like new and different people into their mm -hmm. preserves and that's their big project is you know right. out into nature and and I was sort of reaching maybe a different group of people than they mm -hmm. normally see so you know with with all the problems we're having and the restrictions with, with COVID-19 they needed to to do water week in some some different ways oh, yeah. they have big group events and tours and you know a lot of that just isn't going to work so you know they have some virtual um presentations where they would have kind of like what we're doing now here in zoom uh as opposed to the normal get together and so they reached out to me about you know would we could we partner on doing some kind of you know self-guided adventure which mm -hmm. is you know what mine are uh to just you know be able to still get people out there and doing stuff, but, you know, meeting the restrictions that the, um, that the virus is posing for right. us. Yeah. And I, I enjoy, um, I started following you on social media probably earlier this year and I enjoy the side quests where it's like things that maybe you can't get to that really aren't like part of the official, but you still learn about the history of the buildings, like the, um, the one in, um, Peckway. Uh, yeah, uh, was it the Pepe, was it the one that's like the hotel? That the hotel, was the Pequahanna yeah. Hotel. Yeah. yeah, that was that was neat. So I, I I like to be able to like send people, hey, go visit this place, go do this thing. But you know, of course, we run into private property and things right. like that. Yeah. So I kind of created this um, like armchair uh, explorer series for places that you know you just you can't go for for right. several reasons and and like. Um, 
and that was that was kind of how that one got started. But it was just one of those, you know, I'm so used to the internet, like you just Google something and the answer's right, right. there in the top and they bold it in yellow for you now. <laughs> or, or even like, this is the sentence you're looking for. Like, and, oh, and, I'm old enough to yeah, and I'm old enough to remember when we would have disagreements at the dinner table when I was in middle school, we would call the library at the library, yeah. library <laughs> as a tiebreaker. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, even now, like you Google it and it says, oh, watch this YouTube video, but you only need to watch like this 30 second clip and they have it highlighted. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I'm pretty used to that and I definitely predate the internet, but, um, so I remember doing some research on this, on the trolley system Lancaster used to have. And, and towards the back of the publication, there was this big full page spread ad for the Peckmahanna Inn, you know, coming, you know, soon. And the publication on that, I think is 1910. And I was like, that's, that's interesting. And, and so right. I Google it and all that really came up was the ad, like, you know, just this, you know, this PDF. Right. And, you know, I started doing some, that was kind of it. And I went and did things. And of course, you know, COVID came along and I had a lot more time <laughs> to, to do things. And then, you know, I might normally, cause all my, you know, extra curriculars got canceled. Right. <laughs> but I uh, just started doing some research with, you know, the, in the LNP archives and, and some other places. And, you know, I discovered like, no, this wasn't just a thing on a piece of paper. Like they started building this massive hotel and, um, you know, and it's just, you know, searching to one thing and a name and, oh, it's on Hartman Hill. Where exactly is Hartman Hill? And then right. that's, you know, a whole nother wave of, of searching and, and um, I've be like speaking about private property, I've, you know, I've kind of run into that as in the past in an issue before. So I have an app now that like tells me, you know, exactly <laughs> where I am and whose property I'm on, you know, so I, I don't, you know, wander off into private property, but I was able to use that because I had a pretty good idea where the building was. And then I, I was kind of able to cross reference that with who was the property owner. And, you know, I reached out to them on, I kind of took a stab. I'm like, well, there's, you know, so many of these people in the right. area, let's start at number one and we'll start <laughs> Facebook messaging them. And uh, if, do you have giant foundations on your property? And if so, <laughs> opposed to me coming out and looking at them. Uh, but anyway, yeah, but I, they, they, they were very nice. And, and the, the woman there like took, took me out and gave me a big tour of the grounds and, you know, there they were. And that was, I'm like, wow, this is just, you know, it's been like a hundred years and and then I was able to, again, we talked a little about the VR. I'm not quite there yet, right. but I can do some 3D design. So I, using the drawing from the picture and then all the, the written descriptions of the building, I was able to like on a one-to-one -one scale design the building, mm -hmm. you know, in Google SketchUp and, you know, and then just, hey, here it is. And this is what it would look like. And then, right. you know, doing some Photoshop stuff, put it on the, got some photos down there at the Peckway Marina and, and superimposed the building. Like this is Very what it cool. would look like today. So yeah, it was, it was a neat experience, neat, yeah. neat getting out there and seeing that but since people couldn't visit try to document it as well as i could for people to kind of you know virtually visit there via right. the web well and now that the history and all the research that you've done is there so if somebody else is looking for it you know it's it's available as information yeah yeah that's i i think that that's i think that that's important because there's a lot of i i'm I, and I, I've probably talked about it in every podcast that I've recorded since I started write, reading this book, but I'm reading um, a book called Northern Slavery or Slavery in the North, something like that. And it's, it's not actually, I, th I thought it would be more of a history book, but it's not. He's actually a psychologist that talks about collective memory and how, how 
once you don't have the things like the places, the, the, or the objects that tie the history, it starts to get lost. And so I think that we, no, no, probably except for those landowners, nobody really had bothered to go out and look and know what was there and what was going to be there. And now you've brought that back. Um, Lancaster Conservancy owns a property like adjacent to it and I had first reached out to them I was pretty sure it wasn't just because I could look at the topography of right. the land it was like and it's it's a slope but I, I was like well that you can at least visit their property pretty easy so I did restart out with them right. and they were like no and and they put me in contact with one of their people who from the Peckway area and she had like again very limited you know knowledge on it just because like this stuff is buried but but since then I think it was maybe two weeks ago uh, they reached out and said hey do you mind if we include your your research, you know, as part of our land management plan there, mm -hmm. just talking about the historical significance of the area. And I, I was like, absolutely. I have a big belief right. that you know, information wants to be free and should be yeah. free. So I was like, by all means, share, you know, by share it and include it. And so it's out there for future people to see and read and, and enjoy. Yeah, I enjoyed too your um, going to see, was it a train building or a, a railroad building? Oh, yeah before it got demolished i i enjoyed that also so i think that you're i think that the the things that you're doing even though it's kind of like your your side thing i think it's i think it's really fun and and i i enjoy seeing it from 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 the internet <laughs> well thanks thanks i appreciate it it's it's a fun hobby and i get a lot of enjoyment out of it and, and people seem to get uh you know a lot of enjoyment out of it so that you know makes it pretty rewarding and worthwhile yeah so um, do you have a, a adventure that you would recommend to people if they wanted to just go out and try one or? Yeah, sure. Um, I've got a, you know, I like, I like them all for, for different reasons. Like it was, I, a lot of people will, I get that kind of question like, Hey, what, what adventure would you recommend? And then they usually give me a little bit of uh, background on, you know, who's all going, you know, what right. age group, three-year-old, four-year-old, 10-year-old, 15-year-old. Um, and if if it's their first time and they're younger, I usually uh, suggest the uh, the Peckway Trolley Trail. Um, it starts at where the Marduk Forge, um, where the Marduk Forge Hotel. Some of the long timers, uh, old timers, know where that used to be. It was a big uh, biker bar back in the day. <laughs> and you can uh, walk along the Peckway all the way down to uh, Comanville, where they have a covered bridge. And there's there's a couple neat things to see. But it, it's the um, old tracks from a, a trolley. The trolley used to run from Miller's. It used to go all over the county, but it ran from you know basically the center of Lancaster to Millersville. And then you could catch a, another trolley from Millersville uh, down to Peckway. And, and again, it kind of ties in with that Peckway Hannah uh, right. in like Peckway was like the place to visit until the great depression like and people are like what did they do there i'm like well the same things they do today <laughs> swimming boating go right. visit the cave fishing um but you know you would take that trolley down there was a, there was a big hotel that was actually there the river view um but anyway you could you know you can hike along the peckway trolley trail there's lots of neat things to see someone else has a really cool geocache that i'm like hey you can kind of tack this on as a fun side adventure right. and then at the end at the um you know about a mile and almost a mile and a half down there's that covered bridge and there's kind of a two-for-one deal there so that's that's usually enough to you know get people's appetites really yeah. wet but probably my favorite and if they're you know a, a little bit older is is the what i would call the um, i'm calling the um tunnels of, of nanola adventure and so you start at shanks ferry and you walk um you start there's a couple ways to do it but you can start on the um nanola 
rail trail there and there are tunnels. They, you know, when they built that 29 mile stretch of the Nola low grade, there are uh, as many as 80 tunnels and bridges oh to, to, yeah. to move stuff. Um, you know, the, the grade is amazing. Like, there's no more than a 1% increase or decrease the entire, the whole way. The entire, the whole way. And so, I mean, I don't know if you could ever do it today, but they just like, you know, evaporated valleys, like just fill probably, it in. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not. Nope, there's a mountain there, no problem. We're just going to blast it open. Right. Um, but anywhere where there was a stream, there is a tunnel. And 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 uh, we do a lot, of, I do a lot of the exploring in the winter when the, you know, the brush is down. But they are beautiful, handmade, Italian masonry, you know, hand cut. Um rock tunnels these just giant bricks they're like three by three by six most of them and just these beautiful tunnels of, of um, various sizes but the the adventure basically takes people from shanks ferry almost down to safe harbor and there are four tunnels five if you count the shanks ferry tunnel you drive through to get there um you know that are various sizes and really neat and so the adventure kind of takes you off the trail down under uh the rail trail through the tunnel and you kind of get to explore these these four tunnels and and i think it's neat like you know scores of people possibly more in the summer you know walk the rail trail every day right. riding bucks right. uh walking the dogs jogging running but like how many even knew of these just these beautiful tunnels most of them are like 1905 um were just you know hidden down there so that adventure takes you you know down the steep side and through the tunnel and you get to do some creek stomping and you know some of these tunnels are kind of dark and you get to check all that out and, and so you know that's a lot of people have been having a lot of fun you know doing that and there's some codes yeah. to decipher along the way to find the treasure yeah very very cool i i think i i want to get um we'll have to take our, we have a a Siberian Husky named Penelope. We'll have to take Penelope out and and, and go on some adventures. <laughs> yeah, you you would like that Peckway trolley. This I don't know if she likes water. There's a lot of water there to get. Yeah, wet, she's she, yeah she she's not she she will get let her paws get wet, but she is a princess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what challenges or trends do you see in? in preservation history conservation you can pick your pick your topic yeah um i i think there's definitely some value and it's you know it's a kind of a double-edged sword and and some people don't always approve but i think there's definitely some value to letting people know that hey these things are here and and you can go and you know and, and see it if if you want i again i have another belief that i think people are inherently good right. uh, i know some people get like oh they're always wrecking it up and you know and i do a lot of hiking and, and i find like i'll find a pair of sunglasses and i'm thinking i don't think this guy intentionally meant to no they're probably wondering where they are <laughs> where they are or they're you know in the winter i find a pair of mitt you know one yeah. single mitten on the ground and i'm thinking ah, i doubt he meant to like intentionally just chuck this here it probably yeah. fell and now he's got a cold hand but um so I mean I like I like drawing some attention to these things. I think when people know about them, it's it's there's some definitely some value. Some some people aren't always thrilled with that. They're like, well, you know, I would, it was better when no one knew about it. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm yeah. kind of torn. I'm I'm kind of torn on on uh, on that. As we could, there are definitely some places in Lancaster County where we we could we could do that. Um, I've been over to the York County side by Lock Twelve, and they have by their mill creek there they've got some stone ruins and i think it's really amazing that you can just climb down in there and kind right. of explore through this i mean they have a chain link fence by the road i think just to keep 
you know, cars or whatever, but there's, you know, it's part of, it's right there on the Mason Dixon line. There are no signs that say you can't be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say it's, it's dangerous or anything, but it's just a neat thing. Like, wow, this was here and this was here, you know, when they had the canal. Um, and this is, this is pretty neat. Uh, there's a similar area on on the Peckway near the Colemanville where there used to be a, a big utility plant, but that, you know, that's all, you know, no trespassing. The power company owns it. Right. Um, it just like they own all that land with the trail and stuff on it. So I, I just think it, I'm like, ah, there's no reason it has to be that way. It would be neat if, if people could visit it because it just, it's covered in brush and you, you know, I, in the winter I can see it, you know, the yeah. binoculars are kind of standing in the water there. I can, I can see that. And I, I think there's again, some value if we can, if we can tell people these things are here and, and sort of tell their story and, and even allow them to go and, and, and visit. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, I know I've heard that too with, um, I, I think that's a common internet complaint where, you know, I hear people complaining about even um, Instagrammable places that there's so many people who want to go get their pictures taken at a place that, you know, is famous on Instagram and that, you know, that now there's so much, so much traffic and it's terrible. But I think that allowing people to, to realize that, you know, the history that was there, like I had never realized all the history and, and even the lock system around Columbia until I had gone on the underground railroad tour. So like, and, and I've, I wasn't born here, but I, I've lived here since, 89 and you know I didn't know any of that history so I think it's important to to and I took a local history class in high school but I think it's really important to 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 tell tell the history of of the whole the whole area and you know let people let people know about it because I I think it's interesting to see things even if you only see remnants of it because then you realize like how much how 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 much um, I like not industrial, but yeah, that that it was like there was this was a this was a booming area at one time, and now it's now it's more rural or or you know less less built up. Well, I just saw someone posted on my Facebook group, Uncharted Lancaster Facebook group. Someone thought, I don't know, a year ago, they're like, do you have a Facebook group? I was like, I have a page. They're like, oh, you should have a group too. And so I made one. But people posting photos there, but I saw one of Shanks Ferry um, that predated the um, – the safe Harbor dam and where they had like a coal dredging operation there. Mm-hmm. And like, I I'm there all the time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I think this photo was like from 26, 1926. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's almost, you know, hundred years old and like how radically different that mm-hmm. area looked. And I was just like, that's crazy <laughs> that like, you know, there's all these buildings and you can see this dredging operation and, and I knew that they dredged coal out of the Susquehanna, but I just didn't realize that, you know, that was sort of a, a port right there for uh, on the Susquehanna there at Safe Harbor, which I thought was was pretty neat. Yeah, I, I agree. So um, how can someone, you know, help support your efforts? Did you, I, I know you mentioned Water Week. Did, did you want to talk about that a little bit more? Sure. Yeah. Um, support. I, so I've got a, a place on my website, but basically when you do the adventure, I've got, like a, you know, I've got these boxes or in crates and things and and the treasures in there and I usually have a paper that says hey congratulations you know you did it um it also the because that's happened to me I've stumbled onto something somewhere and I'm like what is this thing so I always have a note in there that says hey if you found this because you're an eagle-eyed observer this is this is what's going on congratulations um but then on you know I, I said you know Indiana Jones 
went all over the place there. But who's paying those airline tickets for? You know, it must have been <laughs> right. Marcus Brody, and I need a Marcus Brody. So you know, I, I have a little QR code, and they can they can donate a couple bucks, uh, you know, on PayPal um, if or Venmo if they had a good time. And and people do. I, you know, I get a little couple dollars every week, and I just dump that right back into Amazon to buy more 3D filament and you know plastic gold coins and and uh, and whatever and. Um, I also have like a little, you can buy an Uncharted Lancaster t-shirt on uh, Amazon if you want. And uh, Amazon gets most of the money, but I don't have to right. do work. They send me a couple bucks every time <laughs> yeah. I sell them a shirt. So I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. So I've, you know, I've sold some shirts. So, um, but yeah, so people are, people are good like that. And, you know, it'd be, it's not quite there yet. It'd be nice if it just sort of was a self-sustaining operation, but, <laughs> uh, but I get, I get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And so, you know, and so that's, uh, that's just fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, very good. And is there anything that you thought about that you wanted to share that maybe we didn't talk about? I I was, you know, you'd mentioned just like that local history class. And I, and I think, and I was thinking about that. And, and um, I think so many of us travel to distant places to see the history there that we're not always uh, familiar with the history you know, right, right where we live. Yeah. And, and I constantly, and people are like, oh, I'm sure you, like, I'll get emails and messages. And I'm like, well, I'm sure you know about this. And I'm like, oh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only know about these very narrow things that I've extensively right. researched for these adventures. But I'm like, no, tell me more. I'd like to, I'd like to read about that. And so, you know, yeah, I, I think that's, I don't know, maybe it's an American thing. Like, I want to travel to this far place, which is great. You know, I've traveled all over and seen a lot of neat things, mm -hmm. but I think we often forget or are unaware of the neat history, right, you know, right in our backyards. Um, again, like just like where I live here, I live in Conestoga and that there was, you know, this dynamite factory that exploded in 19, um, uh, 1906 and it just, you know, vaporized 11 guys and you could go oh and you know, find that spot. And so that's, I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty crazy. And that, um, you know, there are petroglyphs right out in the middle of the Susquehanna, just below safe Harbor. And, you know, and I've, and I've been out there to, to see those and, and just these other, like just neat things that you know I, I write about and and sometimes I've had it on the on the website a few times and people are still like wow I had I just you know because Facebook doesn't show you everything right, yeah. like I, I didn't I didn't know that that's amazing so um, so I always think that's neat when people can you know learn something new about the area and then people tell me things like I'll I'll say like well we we went here there was a stream it went through this tunnel I don't know what the stream's called I can't find the name and someone <laughs> almost is like well that's such and such I'm like oh perfect excellent thank you internet and uh, <laughs> I can you know do that so I always I, I yeah I don't I always think we sort of take our local history for granted and not to be negative we're just you know it's often the you know the in school the focus of you know World right. War II and you know the greater American history part you know for other places so I like to yeah. kind of highlight the things right here yeah I agree and I think too like the it's when you're home when you're on vacation, it's one thing you can go do the, do the tours or whatever, but when you're home, you're do you're living your regular everyday life. And right. so you don't necessarily like take time to look up and see what, so this is a great way to do that, especially, you know, in the, in the warmer months. Yeah. And people, I do know people go out in the cold too. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't mind it. There's, I, there's less people, there's less brush for me. I'm just like, oh, I can, I can get out like a little bit off the trail and like, oh, let me get down in there. And like, we spent a lot of this winter. I have a, big chunk of rope and we just I've done most of the enola low grade now but I like to go and 
and there's these giant power poles and I can usually just kind of lash my rope to it and we just sort of walk on, like go down the steep edge and every time I hear water and we go down, my wife thinks I'm crazy and we take, <laughs> I take some pictures of these tunnels and my son and I and we come back up and on my website, like I keep just kind of categorize them with photos and where yeah. they are and and because uh, in the summer I it, it would short of a machete I think it'd be impossible yeah. to get to to some of that stuff there's just so much you know pickers and stuff yes yes okay well very good how can how can someone contact you the website is there yeah there's a contact button on the website I mean I'm on social media so I get a lot of messages the Facebook messages and the Instagram messages and uh, they can you know email me at Adam at unchartedlancaster.com, of course, but but yeah, there's a variety. It kind of drives me crazy. I got to figure out some way to get all those messages just to come to one spot because I'm always <laughs> like, someone's like, I messaged you. And I was like, oh, I didn't I guess I didn't check that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, very good. I enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. Thank you for um, coming on with me today. Well, thanks for inviting me, Danielle. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Practical Preservation Podcast. The resources discussed during this episode are on our website at practicalpreservationservices.com forward slash podcast. If you received value from this episode and know someone else that will get value from it as well, please share it with them. Join us next week for another episode of the Practical Preservation Podcast. For more information on restoring your historic home, visit practicalpreservationservices.com.